This is Tom Jacobs from tdjacobs.com. I'm an evolutionary astrologer and a channel and an energy worker. And at tdjacobs.com, you will find a bunch of energetically programmed crystals. I'm going to talk a little bit about that uh, right now, about a specific one. Uh, and also uh, 16 books and two nettle reports and uh, sessions, classes, tutoring, subscription service, lots of stuff there. Basically something for everybody who's interested in any kind of uh, spirituality, uh, spiritual living, spiritual growth. I spent, this is a Moldavite diary, but I just want to lay the groundwork for what happened today. <laughs> um, I like to do these Dear Diary things to relate or relay my experiences over time. So even this one tonight, is a follow-up after I've been working with Moldavite for, I think it's about two years. I could be wrong about that. It's around two, two and a half years since I got my very first small piece. Um, but I like to relay these personal experiences so you can have a sense of, you know, if I can articulate what I've experienced, it may trigger you, oh, that is for me, that is not for me. And also to try to give you tips on how to use it and how to understand what it does. But anyway, earlier tonight, I spent almost an hour programming Metatron's energy, Archangel Metatron's energy, into two large, uh, I don't know, they're like two, three pounds each. Remember, like one's two pounds, one's like four pounds. These tiger iron slabs that I polished one face of. And I did six of them, and I sold four, and now I just had the last two kind of kicking around my house, and I hadn't programmed them yet, and then the last large one from my site of the first four sold today, so I um, got them out, and I decided to, to get in that groove. It takes a little while to adjust to Metatron's frequency. I had to do this little protocol, this little ritual, um, where I pull up, you may have heard me say this before, but I haven't talked about it a lot, but, but some of you may have heard this. I pull up the image of his face, which is made of flames. And I have to sit there and adjust to it and get to his level. And then I, and that takes several minutes. It used to take a long time because I had to get over some shit, <laughs> basically. But um, but now it doesn't take long. Today it took like maybe like two or three minutes. It's a long time when you're just being patient and whatever. I have to adjust my energy to it, adapt my fifth chakra to be able to hold his energy and because that's the channeling chakra. Anyway, and then put his face of flames as a mask over my face. And then I'm doing the, the Metatron energy work. So I'm in that process, and I did that. I sustained it for about 50 minutes, and I did these two slabs. I did the last four shivalingams I have, again, kicking around my office, and uh, three uh, Orlite 23s, because I made four a while ago and sold three. So anyway, there's one up there on my site. So I did that. And then I was just kind of chilling out, and I went back to my Moldavites. So I've already been energetically opened up tonight through that process. I feel really clear and grounded. I don't feel that I'm, maybe I am, but I don't feel like I'm saying um <laughs> every 40 seconds like I typically do when my brain is in charge. So I feel really clear into my heart. And uh, I was just sitting a little bit ago playing a game on my phone, and I put my two larger Moldavite pieces on my fourth chakra, kind of lean back on my chair. And I was thinking about this heart-opening effect of Moldavite that a lot of people have pretty intensely when they first encounter Moldavite. 
I haven't experienced that, but after a prolonged use, I definitely feel my heart more open. Um, so I want to talk about that a little bit. And then I'm going to, I'm gonna, I admit it, here's what I did. <laughs> I have the two pieces that I use all the time that I have in my pockets now almost 24-7. <laughs> and I take to the gym, I, I hold, I walk around, with, you know, I have with me all the time, I set my office, I do readings with them now, with these two big motivates. I think one's um, 20 and one's... Uh, 19 or something. So it's like almost 40 grams. And I hold them in my left hand and I feel complete. <laughs> I was talking with my girlfriend this morning and she said, because I, I loaned her, they may become hers, but I loaned her two that I had been using, two smaller ones, with my large piece. And then when I got a new shipment in uh, a couple weeks ago, I took one of the larger ones for myself too. So they become available. So she's been having them in this these little... I don't know, medicine bags or pouches, these little leather or pleather baggies, I don't know. Anyway, on these strings around her neck, and she has one in each of these two bags. And she said, when I don't have them on, I feel farther away from God. The way I, the way I express and experience that, because I know exactly what she means, but the way I experience it is, I'm connected to a higher level of truth, but I'm I'm owning it. It's within me. I am the divine. There's this satisfaction that um, may sound a little culty <laughs> to to your ears. And I think when I heard people talk about Moldavite before I got into it, <laughs> before I began exploring it and it became a habit and now a necessity, um before I got into it, I heard people talk like that and I thought it was kind of hyperbolic and unnecessarily marketing speak e like marketing speakish, you know. But that's exactly what's happened, feeling closer, feeling connected to God, as my girlfriend said. So here's what I did. I'm going to admit this to you. In a little egg carton next to my, or on um, part of my desk, to my left, I can kind of out of sight when I'm working, but available is are all of the Moldavite pieces that are listed on my website, and it's it's quite a lot of grams. It's and they're in little bags, they're in little plastic bags. Keep them separate so they don't nick each other because they are glass with fragile little edges sometimes, and they're labeled with the grams and the inventory number, and they're just organized so when somebody buys one, I can okay, and I took two of the bigger ones and I held them in my right hand in the bags, through the bags and put the other two, my big ones in my left hand <laughs> and I settled into this new state of bliss and I said, oh, I need to turn the recorder on and talk about this because well, for a couple reasons, but one is you get accustomed, this is why it's like drugs and part of me doesn't want to Part of me wonders if it'll never be enough if I keep going and adding more and more and holding more. But there's a sense, there's a, uh, there's a process of, it is heart opening, it is aligning with a sense of truth or connecting to God, you know, and you get, you can build a tolerance to it and you can add more 
So I often recommend to people, you know, like I'll have, I had a bunch of pieces from um, five grams, of, which is kind of small and, and dainty, up to, I think I had one that was 28.7 this last time, this last batch. And, and I just said to people, you know, the big one is amazing and gorgeous and might, might, your brain might say, bigger is better, I want a huge one. But sometimes it's better to start with a small one because you're going to have um, feedback effects. Your, your physical body will have to respond as your consciousness and your energy field is affected by the crystal, by the energy coming off it. If you get a standard Moldavite from anywhere, that'll happen over time. And the energy that I'm putting into the Moldavites that, that I sell it's exacerbated. So therefore, the process of evolution and the growth in the opening is boosted quite a lot. Uh, but mold, this is a trait of Moldavite in general. It's just with mine, it's boosted. And it will basically reflect to you what you carry that keeps you feeling small or emotionally distraught, negative, it will feed back to right so so you have sometimes this physical experience because of the energetic shift and and as i've said earlier and i stand by what i've said in, in these other uh communications most notably one video from sagittarius 2016 it is on youtube and it was motivated as this featured crystal that i was promoting because there is a sense of sense of expansion that comes with it and i was trying to teach that about sagittarius so there's a video on youtube about that and then later i did one comparing moldavite and Oralite 23 teasing out the differences because i i use both uh, quite often and i was doing that video to teach so you can see those two videos i stand by everything i said in those but now uh the story for me has changed a lot because I have continued to work with it. So when you when I first got my first little five gram piece, I used it only as a booster when I was using other stones. So I would channel for clients and channel Jehudi for um, Ascended Master Jehudi, aka Thothototh, Saint Germain, Merlin, Hermes, for these uh, lunation channeled meditation MP3s that I that I do twice a month for my uh, monthly subscribers, and I would. I would hold like a sea jasper, which is great for seventh chakra opening and getting your mind out of the way, and, lit, and two Larimars. Larimar is great for fifth chakra, which is the channeling chakra, as I said. Um, the, the fifth chakra is in the throat, seventh on the top of your head. And then I would also have an Oralite 23, which is also kind of a seventh chakra stone. And I would hold these in this configuration of my hands to change my consciousness so I could listen to the guides while I'm listening to Jehudi, while I'm reading the clients, you know, uh, uh, Akashic records and the chakras and the past life parts of the little kids, whatever, like the inner kids. And then I would, and when I would put this little uh, moldavite between my fingers on one hand, so I'm holding like two kinds of stones in each hand, it would be boosted and it was crazy. And I was like, whoa, that is very cool. But I wasn't connecting with the moldavite personally. And then I, then I did. Um, when I bought my first set. And the vendor confirmed, as I talk about probably one of those videos, the vendor confirmed that, yeah, this is different. Because I, I wanted feedback from somebody that I didn't want to play with this Moldavite on his table because it, I might change it with the way I do energy work inadvertently. So anyway, 
then I had this, you know, headachey effect and things in my energy field shifting. Well, over time, I moved up to slightly a slightly bigger piece, and then I actually sold that one um, and was using a little bigger piece, and then I kept adding them. So now I'm up to, like, this this big, you know, this, this a lot of grammage, a lot of grams here. And um, what ends up happening is, there I did the um, but what ends, what ends up happening is, over time, your, your relationship with parts of you that carry dissatisfaction or suffering and pain, negativity, bitterness, anger, victimhood, victimhood, resentment, anything like that, your relationship with those parts changes. When you use the Moldavite, it's as if they don't exist. And I want to be clear that you can't banish or shun or, you know, ostracize these parts of you with some kind of hate, hate vibration or intolerance. These are parts of you, but they're vibrations in your consciousness, and you can, over time, train yourself to upgrade what you align with, what you feed, what you nurture. Now, that's a story with the Oralite 23, if you check out that video comparing them, because Oralite 23 will help you hear that voice but not identify with it. That's a major accomplishment if you if you can do that. And and that's what the Oralite 23 really does. The Moldavite makes it seem as if that negativity doesn't exist. But I want to be clear, it does exist. You're just not relating to those parts of you. So when you put the Moldavite down, you'll go back to that that place you may feel that intolerance or suffering or victimhoody, anger, resentment, bitterness, depressive thing, you might feel it come back. I encourage you to let that be okay. And when it happens, say, like put the motorway down for a few hours, a few days, and it'll come back within a few hours, if not minutes, and say, oh, right, yeah, that is also part of me. And accept it with grace, with a gentle acceptance, compassionate acceptance. Say, okay, right, that that vibration, right, yeah. I haven't been here since, hmm, let me think, since I started using that Moldavite all the time. So the part of you still exists, but with the Moldavite it may seem as if it doesn't. And that can be, this is kind of what I really want to talk about. That can seem... Um, like at first, when the part feels like it's gone, it can feel like medicine. It can feel like the healing balm that you've always needed. Because we don't, we don't want to be negative. We don't want to be sad and upset and angry and intolerant of others. Of course we don't. But these parts are unresolved. As I teach people to upgrade consciousness, one of the main tools is accept that you feel what you feel. Like, let it be okay. So, we, But when you first start using the Moldavite, as I said, it may seem as if the part is gone. You might feel this blessed relief. You know, this release from, from this terrible energy or this thought pattern that you keep having. This attitude, this belief about yourself, the world, other people, your girlfriend, whatever. <laughs> you know, whatever. I uh, don't want to get my stuff in here too much. Um, so then you crave the Moldavite more, and then after a few weeks and months, you're like, wait a minute, what's really going on here? 
And what's really going on is you are slowly retraining yourself to focus on what feels true and right or divine. You are slow when you're using the Moldavite, it's an opportunity to retrain yourself to fo- let me I'm repeating myself to focus on what you want to feed. Like I said, nobody wants to be negative and have that same old sad story. Nobody wants that. You don't want that. Nobody you perceive as having negative threads of self or consciousness or, or, or resentments or whatever. Nobody wants that. But we don't always know how to manage these things. So, lately, as I have intentionally, um, at least once a week, <laughs> put the Moldavite down and then gone to the gym, or then gone to the grocery store to run errands or whatever, go to the post office and mail some stones to people. I've intentionally done that, and I and I and I feel that intolerant. That's kind of the word I'm using for this part of me right now. Intolerant part of me, critical, intolerant, judging part of me, creep back in. I don't like how that feels, but I accept it and I say, okay, right, yeah, okay. Let me see what I'm gonna do with this part of me right now because it doesn't feel good to feed it and I don't in those moments like oh I wish I had my motivate I don't do that I say yeah this is what it's like this is what it's like for that part of me to be fully present well let me and I know better and I've had days and weeks and months of and now a couple of years increasingly of tapping into what the Moldavite brings out in me, which is a real joy to be of service to help people to be kind to my partner, to be generous to, you know, it's, it's, um, it brings out a wonderful heart opening is what it is, is ultimately the kind of end goal where I can approach things with a loving vibration or through, through a more accepting lens. Not 24-7, not infallible, not, oh my God, everything's perfect. But again, retraining myself over time to change my relationship with the parts of me who've always been with me who are intolerant or negative and dissatisfied. That is what is happening. And it can feel like being blissed out. And like I said, when I first encountered Moldavite was or doing research on it before I bought one, um, this was, you know, two to three years ago. I kept reading these hyperbolic, wonderful stories, and I thought that can't be true because part of me is pessimistic <laughs> and um, poo-poo's things that sound too good to be true. But the reality is, over time, as I change my relationship with these parts of me, I feel better. I really feel better. So on my site, there are, I think there are 14 different programmed. Uh, materials or stones or crystals there, uh, arranged from lower chakras to upper chakra. And um, honestly, I I don't recommend starting with moldavite. I recommend starting with tiger iron. That's what I recommend strongly. It's lower chakra stone for grounding. It pulls energy down to the lower three chakras. You can you can do hematite too. I offer both, though hematite is one of the constituent uh, materials uh, in uh, tiger iron. Um, for me, I use hematite. I become nonverbal. I become so peaceful and quiet in my body. I had to train myself how to speak 
while using it and how to channel even while using it. But the Tiger Iron is different. The Tiger Iron just pulls me down into those lower three chakras so I feel more stable and clear and uh, you know the upper chakras can relax open. So I recommend always grounding because Moldavite is not grounding. Um, it's it, it seems to be common to have the effect of as it change the, changes the shape of your energy field when you first encounter it or first get a piece that's larger than what you're used to, it would be very common for you to have a headache, which is a sixth chakra, you know, a, a result of your energy field shifting and your body's like, wait a minute, that doesn't feel normal. That doesn't feel right. Most of us live in our heads and our linear logical selves are in charge and getting to a higher vibration which is what Moldavite is about, requires you or invites you to um, let go of brainiac attachments to outcomes and being controlling, which is what brains do. The scheduler, the accountant within you, you know, the one who's focused on learning and, and functioning in 3D. Of course, you need your linear left, left brain. You need that linear self. Yet, when you first encounter Moldavite or a much bigger one than you had encountered before, you may find that something seems to be shaken loose or something is happening and the result can be this headache. Now, as I said, some people have a heart opening right away. Other people feel this, <clears throat> what is called the Moldavite flush, which I did not feel. I basically had a headache from the get-go. <laughs> um, but but the Moldavite flush is a rush of heat, and a lot of people report that as part of the heart opening. Um, and, I th and, and in my estimation, that is, uh, that is simply this, your, something in your energy field that does not match, or, some, or something is blocked or closed down in your field, some pathway, um, is confronted by that Moldavite energy and it's like um, immediately the first thing that needs to go gets gets uh, challenged and, and, and bothered. So that's the kind of idea. You have a flush of heat or heart opening or something. Some people cry when, <laughs> when they first encounter it because, and I think it's because the sense of connecting with something that is su of such a different uh, vibration than you're accustomed to and as I said, some people have that heart-opening experience, and and when you encounter something that someone or something that that stirs compassion or pulls it out of you, we often cry because we may be defending ourselves from feeling too much or feeling negativity or something, and and it can just yank something out of us, and we have to uh, essentially surrender to the effect, and that is something that is true. Of this uh, of the Moldavite overall that headache thing is kind of like um, your center of gravity is now changing because the part of you that may be controlling or based in that linear logical self and that is the part that would have the judgments resentments that would hold on to negativity it is that linear logical self trying to protect you against making a mistake or allowing someone else to hurt you or something like that or or feeling out of control and chaotic that you can't manage an outcome so you can't protect yourself. That is all this part of you, the part of the human psyche that I'm talking about. Again, it's necessary. Logistics, uh, calendaring, timing, organizing, writing, spelling correctly, 
uh, managing your time, accounting, all that kind of stuff. Living in 3D, living in the world, taking care of your, yourself in 3D. So it's necessary, but the Moldavite will challenge your relationship with it. So that is the idea. For a very long time, I, I'll just talk about use of Moldavite, if you're curious. Uh, like, what should I do? Should I hold it? Should I? Um, for, a <clears throat> for a long time, as I said, I would hold it between two fingers while I channeled and worked otherwise, and it boosted things. When I started to connect with it uh, directly and intentionally and felt those first significant changes and felt that first, you know, rocky thing and then the bliss that comes later, that sense of peacefulness and connected to truth that comes later, um, once I was letting go of certain ideas and attitudes or changing my relationship with them again, letting go of my attachment to them. Um, I would hold the Moldavite against, in my hand, wrapping my fingers around it. For me, skin contact is the most direct thing. Um, over time, I, and this happens with a lot of crystals, when I get attuned to the frequency, I can find them. So like I'm sleeping, let's say I'm sleeping and holding one in my hand, and I wake up and it's not there, typically I can feel where it is, whether it's on the floor next, you know, next to the bed, whether it's under a pillow, under a blanket or something, I can typically feel it because I'm attuned to the frequency. Um, so then I might pick it up again. Um, but that being attuned to the frequency, you know, it could just be on my desk and I know it's there. Uh, so at first, at least, I think that skin contact, holding it directly is very important. As I mentioned, my girlfriend has two in these little medicine pouch things, and she can tell. She feels them hanging, you know, against her four chakras. She, she can tell they're there. And when they're not there, again, she feels a little disconnected and would like to have them there again. So when you get used to it, it doesn't necessarily have to be skin contact. And as I said, I'll put them in my pocket and go to the gym or go on a walk or a bike ride or something. Um, so the most direct effects come from holding it, from holding them. Um, you can get jewelry, you can get, you know, a necklace, you can put it in a pouch on, on your, around your neck, etc. Um, some people will feel great effect by putting it under a pillow or on a bedstand next to the bed. Um, so, uh, it, it really varies. I mean, there's no right answer. There's no right way to use it or wrong way, but when you need it, You'll, you'll likely really want to hold it and have skin contact. There's something, I mean, when it's touching your skin, that's one level of it. But there's something regarding any of these crystals, when you put it in your palm and you wrap your fingers around it, even very gently, you are enclosing it in your energy field and you're, you're making this intentional choice to incorporate its energy into your field. That's where I find the most benefit. And most nights, I go to bed with one of these two larger Moldavites in each hand. And I wake up, and one of them's under the pillow, etc., or they're both on the floor. And I just accept that, you know. Um, lots of times, also, I will hold them for a few minutes before bed to get the tune-up, just to say, right, this is the vibration that I want. This feels good. And then I will put them down next to the bed. And I won't hold them every single night, but they're there. Um, anyway, just want to give you some tips and tricks and ideas.
because people ask me all the time, how should I use them? And there's, and again, there's no right or wrong answer. Um, you got to find it for yourself. It's not like if you, if you don't put it under your pillow, you're messing it up. It's, it's not like that at all. Um, so you just got to find out uh, the right thing for you to do. Uh, when I was using Oralite 23 every day to really reorient, again, a, an earlier stage of me changing my relationship with parts of me that were that are dissatisfied and have negativity and are intolerant, I would go on a walk and I would hold um, a wand. It's just a, a longer crystal, you know. Anyway, if you go to my site, you'll see a bunch of them. Most of them are in the shape of a wand. They're kind of long and thin. And I would hold one in each hand and I would go for a walk for you know, three miles for an hour. And I would, and I would actually take them on a walk and I would take them into the sauna and hold them. Well, now it's like, I, I can actually feel when they're in my pocket or in the bag that I'm carrying, like a shoulder bag, like a commuter bag. And I don't have to have that skin contact. But at the beginning, when I was really letting that vibration affect me, I really did. So at this, at this point, the crystals I'm using, it centers around Moldavite. It's, it's so very high vibrating, but again, we have to start with the grounding process. We have to open our hearts with pink opals, grounding with tiger iron, you know, looking at fear and working on self-confidence with shivalingam and with black onyx. Um, the Oralite 23 thing, the first stage, I do recommend Oralite 23 as a first stage because it might be overwhelming. Well, uh, that's not the right way to say it. When you pick up that Moldavite and the negative or unhappy or sad part of you seems to be gone, and then it comes back later, that might be kind of overwhelming. But with the Oralite 23 as a kind of a precursor, you again feel det you feel detached from that negativity or that dissatisfaction or pain. You hear the voice, you hear that narrative, that part of you who wants you to do something or believe something, but you don't believe it's you any longer. That's a that's an interim kind of a first step, and if I hadn't used Oralite 23 a lot over a couple of years, I may have found that the using the Moldavite a lot, um, a lot, a lot, you know, big pieces a lot, I I might have found that a little more jarring, uh, and as it is, I've trained myself to say right, like I was saying before, yeah, okay, yeah, that's part of me, that that person who wants to criticize everybody's driving. <laughs> you know, when I'm out I'm running errands without the stone. Uh, so anyway, I think that's the um, I think that's the end of this MP3. Let me just see one one minute here. Yeah, this idea of um, how I perceive it's related to this what I like to teach about Sagittarius. One of the interim phases of the Moldavite thing where I started to feel like, yeah, I get it. This is great. I love it. One of those phases centered around letting things be possible. That intolerant, critical voice within me will take evidence of past experience and say, uh, well, well, you know, you know how things happen. Well, it's kind of this very like a surly, unhappy, you know, because of past experience, not letting certain things be possible or or letting anything that might be great be possible. And so that first phase was, yeah, whoa, I, I actually feel that I don't know what might happen next. And that was fantastic 
to start to have that. It was feeding that Sagittarius part of me. I do have planets in Sagittarius. I have a strong kind of Jupiter signature. But it was the first time in my life where that wasn't for a few hours or two weeks. It was I could cultivate that willingness to stay open to let life unfold the way it needs to. It's not the same as surrender with C. Jasper, just allowing things, allowing things to be what they are and happen. It was, I'm in my space, I'm in my body, this is my consciousness and my field and my energy, and I am allowing things to unfold as they need to, and I'm participating. So it's a little more active than the C. Jasper effect. I use a C. Jasper when I can't sleep because my mind doesn't stop. And as I said, a lot of channeling, I've used C. Jasper over the years. So to allow things to be possible to essentially what this in the way that I teach about this it kind of equates to giving life the universe other people all the other souls on the planet that you're connected to or or will be giving them a chance giving them a ben the benefit of the doubt that life is working with you and that's part of the expansive thing about Sagittarius and the sun is in Sagittarius right now today's November 27th uh, 2017 so, um, yeah, giving life a chance, giving yourself a chance. That voice of criticism and judgment and intolerance in me is self-critical, as well as of others. And uh, I can tell you, until I am blue in the face and you are blue in the ears <laughs> and uh, aggravated, you know, I can tell you until you're just like sick of hearing it, um, give yourself a chance. You know, I work with a third chakra affirmation. Um, please decide, or I'll ask you to decide, you know, I am a work in progress. I'm learning to make choices as I go. There is no such thing as perfection, this kind of thing. But until you're willing to really give yourself that chance, you can't give the universe and all others in it a chance. So I, I do think that the Moldavite is helping me not stay optimistic, but reorient how I experience my day-to-day -day life. And um, I think that it has opened me up to a couple of new kinds of opportunities that are external things, as well as helped me focus. This is one of the, one of the things that comes with repeated chronic, <laughs> chronic use of this uh, substance, this Moldovite, is focus. Uh, and in that way, it it's actually as if I have spent time with Metatron and now I'm relaxed into it. Metatron's energy, as I explained earlier, is kind of intense and you ha I have to adjust to it and others do too. Um, but when you get adjusted to it, you're able to focus. And so you kind of go through this stretching process to focus. Moldavite, the stretching process is very different, but the result feels akin to the energy of Metatron, to me. So I'm able to focus on a couple of, you know, certain things over weeks. And I'm able to focus on staying open, this is a key, focus on staying open to allow something to show me how it's going to get resolved. Like this book, um, I just, I just uh, finished a first draft of the sequel to Living Myth. Uh, which is how I, I look at myth versus archetype. So myth as social instruction, and I present, you know, I think in this next volume it's like um, 
11 or 12 stories of mythological figures. It's not an astrology book. Um, though one chapter is on Nessus, and I do treat Nessus and astrology pretty seriously, but there's no astrology in the book. Also, Pallas Athene is uh, represented in one of the chapters too, but again, it's not an astrology book. I've been trying to figure out how to finish that book because of, I think, three significant blocks in my own emotional process. I mean, in order to finish three particular chapters, I had to do my own work, and I've been working on it since 2011 in the form of the book. Uh, another one was uh, less important. I just didn't know what direction to take. And then there was one other kind of minor thing. Do these two chapters belong here? What am I going to do? Can I write this? Is it the right time? Anyway, there were these like five issues. And using the Moldavite, I was able to say, okay, it's it really matters to me to figure this out. And I let myself focus on it and figure it out. That doesn't mean I went over the manuscript over and over and over and over again. It means that I thought about the story, I read what I had, I considered some possibilities, and things organized themselves. And oh, that chapter, uh, cut that chapter. That that's not that's just not going that's not fitting in this volume anymore. Oh, change that title, <laughs> change the subtitle of that chapter, and go to the end, the part where you got stuck, and just get rid of that paragraph and see what happens next. And lo and behold, I as soon as I got rid of that thing where I got stuck, other things opened up. And you're saying, well, this is obvious. This is a great strategy when you're stuck on something. But for me, being stuck with this one book and these several emotional processes for, at this point, over six and a half years or so, um, it, it was actually a big deal to have an open mind. And the other part of it that's been dragging me down about that book as well as another eight books that are in process, honestly, if you must know, is my writing has changed, my voice has changed, my style has changed. So when I go back to work on a book, and a lot of these I started in 2011 and 2012, and here it is, the end of 2017, um, I was in a different place. So now when I, when I reread it, my style is different, and a part of me is like, like I have this heiress book that's like, I don't know, almost 70,000 words written. Maybe that's 80% of it, maybe. Yeah, maybe 70%. So it's not almost done. But there's, I've spent so much time and energy since 2011 working on this heiress book. And it's, and it's really important to me, and I crave getting it out there. But when I go back to it, I get weighed down by the fact that I have to rework major portions of it because my style is now so different, I can say, it, I can say that those uh, 300 things better. So anyway, with the Moldavite, I'm able to say okay, well, if that's how it is, then I'll just see what I can do. And on my list for this week is to revisit that book now that the draft of Living Myth is done. So anyway, just this whole process of being able to focus and let what matters to me matter, not get derailed, sidetracked, and distracted every three hours by something that I'm intolerant or dissatisfied with. I hope that you explore Moldavite. If you get one from me, I offer ongoing email support. And of course, they are unique. They're, they're energetically programmed uh, in a specific way. But I'm, I do uh, email support, answer questions. Uh, basically, as long as I'm on the planet, you can email me. Uh, and um, 
and even after that, after, after I pass away, you can probably like dial me up from the ethers and ask me and I'll come through and I'll be like, Hey dude, here, I'll tell you this. Anyway, um, at tdjacobs.com, you can see all the stones that I offer. And again, I do recommend the tiger iron grounding. If you have an experience really getting grounded and working with getting in your lower, the lower part of your body, it's extremely important as a precursor to working with these high vibrating stones, uh, Orle 23, Laramar, um, Moldavite. I also just put up my Laramar, which are gorgeous pieces, large, gorgeous pieces. Um, I'm just between connecting with it. I don't connect with them the same way, so I thought I would put them up. So uh, there are two new uh, Laramars on my site as well. But anyway, go there and check all that out. And uh, thank you for your uh, time and energy. Be in touch, Tom, at tdjacobs.com with any questions about crystals. There's information on each of the pages on my site, like the Moldavite page, the Tigerine page. There's information on each thing. So you can do some study and hear some MP3s and maybe get links to videos on YouTube about them. Uh, and, I, and I will also answer any questions. And you might think, you know, the last thing I'll say about the Moldavite, which I say in all these communications about it is, you will know if it's right for you when the time is right. Meaning if you're like, I wonder if I should get one, you're not supposed to get one yet. You get A person gets called when the transformation is needed. And that is also true when you're getting used to it. You, it might be the great, you might get one and you know it's right for you, it's the right time, and you um, cannot put it down. It is the greatest thing ever. You're telling, you're recording MP3s and putting them up on SoundCloud. Moldavite's the best thing ever. Here's how it changed my life. And then two weeks later, you don't connect with it at all. Don't be sad. Don't get freaked out. Go live your life. Go do whatever you have to do. Make sure you don't lose it, but like just put it away somewhere. Put it down. When it's time to use it again, you will know. That is the guarantee with Moldavite. It is not like other crystals where, yeah, maybe I'll use this today. You either know it's right for you and you're and you're ready for it, or you're not. It's not for you. I did research on Moldavite for months before I actually picked one up to do research and experientially and by holding it, that little teeny one. And when I bought it, I didn't connect with it. And it's because of what the time wasn't right. And when the time was right, oh my gosh, the time was right. So anyway, don't force it. Just because I say it's amazing or everyone's, you know, waxing hyperbolic about, you know, how their uh, lives were changed and now they're suddenly connected to God or whatever. You know, just because that's true, it, it you'll know if the right if the time is right for you. And if you write me and say, do you think I should get a Moldavite? I will write back, I cannot answer that question. So, <laughs> just to cut that off before it starts. Anyway, again, thank you for your time and energy and attention. Uh, take care of yourself and check out the crystals at tdjacobs.com. Bye-bye.